Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So we've been talking a bit about the fact that the, uh, the Supreme Court of Canada yesterday unanimously said no to the province of British Columbia. No, your amended environmental legislation in which you would control what passes through the Trans Mountain Pipeline Extension as it goes from Alberta into British Columbia. No, you cannot decide for yourselves what's going to be transported because that is a federal jurisdiction. British Columbia already knew that, as we talked to Mike Smith about just a minute ago, because the B.C. Court of Appeal had unanimously said no to the Horgan government, and now the Supreme Court of Canada has followed suit, which makes the province of Alberta, I think, feeling quite satisfied about the result by the Supreme Court. In fact, the energy minister for Alberta, Sonia Savage, described the the Supreme Court action as a slapdown of British Columbia. The minister joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Minister Savage, thank you for taking the time. Well, thank you for having me today. Did you, uh, did, did Alberta, and, and this is probably an obvious question, but I have to ask it out of the gate, did the BC legislation always seem to be to you about shutting down TMX, period? Oh, it was obviously. That was the full intent of the of the legislation, was to, to block the project or to seriously delay it, or to cause so much uncertainty to uh, to have the proponent to have Kinder Morgan back away. It's clear that that was related to their comments in the, the previous previous election to use every tool in the toolbox to uh, to stop it. So it was clearly an unconstitutional attempt to do just that. Okay, so. Get that out of the way, and I know of the tension, we all know in this country, of the tension that started to exist and be publicly displayed between British Columbia and Alberta. Does the Supreme Court decision diffuse the tension between the two provinces, or, or does, is that going to take some time? No, I think it completely diffuses the, the uh, um, tension because it was such a clear and decisive um, decision. Um, made within an hour of hearing the evidence, which was was remarkable in and of itself. But it was so clear that, uh, you know, one province can't take those kind of steps to block a project that's in the national interest. And it should be a clear, clear direction to BC to stay in your own constitutional lane. This project is proceeding to the national interest. It's federal jurisdiction. So I don't know. I, I think BC has run out of options, and I think uh, we'll see them move forward with uh, giving permits as they're required to on a timely basis, and not obstruction obstructing the construction of the project. So, what does this decision by the Supreme Court of Canada mean specifically to the economy and the and the prosperity of Alberta, which then becomes the economy and the prosperity of all Canadians? Well, exactly. We had one province trying to shut down a project that was already determined to be in the national interest that was needed, not only for Alberta, but for the country. So Supreme Court said, no, you can't do that. And uh, that would apply to other provinces across the jurisdiction, that these projects that get products to market, um, whether it's pipelines, whether it's other commodities and projects, are not uh, something that one province can block. So I think it's... uh, it, it sets it right on what the Constitution uh, requires and what the Constitution was uh, set out over 100 years ago to delineate the jurisdiction and the division of powers 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, uh, it shows that the Constitution works, and the Supreme Court will uh, will enforce it. Minister, what concerns do you have about additional challenges from hereditary chiefs and eco-groups? And, and, and do you feel now, as, as of the decision announced by the Supreme Court of Canada, that it will result in an investment uptick for the oil sands? Well, I think it gives us uh, much needed certainty. There's much certainty. And I think, uh, you know, I think the, the other thing, you still see chipping away at the sidelines from the in- environmental opposition. We saw last week, the, you know, the United Nations, their declar- committee declaration calling for the cancellation of Trans Mountain and the coastal, uh, coastal gas link pipeline. Um, then, then we saw them retreat and say, gee, we didn't uh, have the information and we didn't know that there was Indigenous support for the project. So hopefully that's, uh, that you know, is a strong sign that the United Nations should just uh, butt out of our business. Mm-hmm. We can stick to, uh, stick to something else. But, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to continue to see environmental opposition chipping away at this. I mean, it's, it's well-funded. It's, uh, it's foreign-organized and funded. So we'll, see, we'll continue to see that. But I think uh, what this court decision also does is it shows that the courts will hold, uphold the rule of law and uh, Canadians uh, are, will uphold the, you know, agree with that. All right, so let me ask you. Pipeline, don't support it. You, most Canadians support the rule of law. Yeah. Minister, let me ask you then, what's the message from Alberta to Quebec Premier Legault and to the Prime Minister? Well, I think, these, I think the message is these projects have to go through. They're in the national interest. Alberta needs these projects. The Alberta oil and gas industry supports over 533,000 jobs across the country, not just in Alberta, but across the country. It's an important industry, it's an important sector to our economy, and we have to stop this jurisdictional bickering. Um, so would you, So is Alberta, then, is Alberta then looking at the, the Supreme Court decision and saying to Premier Legault and to Prime Minister Trudeau, look at this decision and start again to evaluate properly with our participation pipelines, new pipelines, or at least one new pipeline in the province or through the province of Quebec toward Tidewater? Well, I think right now we don't have a project, a proponent even proposing an oil pipeline across, uh, across Quebec. So uh, when we reach that, if we see another proposal coming through, I think we'll have to address it then. But uh, right now we've got pipelines proposed across British Columbia, and that's what we're focusing on. But what, I mean, the Constitution applies everywhere across the country in all provinces. No, I realize there's no specific pipeline proposal for Quebec, but it would be a good idea, I think, to knock on that door and perhaps facilitate such a proposal going forward. If Alberta says to Quebec and to a, the federal government, here, look at the Supreme Court of Canada decision, now get off your duffs and, uh, and, and pardon me, and, and start to consider a pipeline through the province of, uh, of Quebec, that might not be a bad approach. I have 20 seconds for your answer, Minister. Sure, well, I, I would hope that Quebec would be considering that, but right now we have three live pipeline approach, uh, proposals that we still want to see done, that we need to get done, they're live, it's uh, TMX, it's Enbridge's Line 3, and it's Keystone XL. We have three pipelines underway. That's what we're focusing on, getting the existing three that have approval in Canada, getting them done and built. Thank you so much for the time today. Thank you. The uh, Minister of Energy for the province of Alberta, Sonia Savage, on the Roy Green Show. If you want to hear more, 
Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 